name is Charlotte and I came to London in 2005. Who am I? I teach and I work as an assistant or associate choreographer. Where was I born? I was born in Leeds. I grew up very much a city girl. I grew up in Armley, but then we moved to Wortley. So there's kind of, Leeds has a lot of little districts and they're all called, I actually looked into what the E is, EY. There's loads of towns that are like Pudsey, Rodley, Farsley, Bramley. I think it means you were surrounding a field. So obviously Yorkshire's very much like countryside, even though I was, Leeds is very much a big city. And then we moved to Wortley. I mean, literally all my family are from like a mile away. So when you when you live in Leeds, pretty much everyone that's there, you know, your grandparents went to school together, your aunties and uncles went to school together, your, you know, like nobody really, really moves very far. All my cousins went to my school, Wortley High School. Yeah, that's where I grew up, Wortley. When did I come to London? So I came in 2005. The reason was because I went to theatre school. So I'd done a lot of amdram things. I always went to dance classes and things like that. And then when it came to deciding what I wanted to do, I still just really enjoyed it. So I so I started auditioning when I was about 16. Um, and it seemed like all the places, the sort of the main theatre schools were all in London. I'd only been to London once. Went to see Grease the Musical and I remember watching the show and I was like, oh, mum, this is what I'm going to do. She was like, oh, all right, darling, like, <laughs> good luck. I remember looking at the programme thinking like, oh, but they all went to these like fancy dance schools and things like that. And I thought, I need to get to one of those fancy dance schools was my thought process. I didn't really have any worries about doing the job. It was more, I just need to go to one of these schools. And they were in London, so that's why I came in 2005. I was uh, 17, nearly 18. Yeah, it was in the September and I turned 18 in the September, so I moved at the beginning. It was basically a, a place called High Out in Hampstead. It was people coming to London to start a career that are not from London. So you had to kind of tick certain boxes to to qualify to go to these like kind of halls and like your dinner was cooked and everything and like you, they had like little sports facilities and things it was really it was really good can you believe i went from Wortley to Hampstead and you you don't know Wortley but the the social climb there is pretty big yeah <laughs> but yeah it was we used to see celebrities thinking back now like i just moved to london i'd been once it felt like such a big deal now it doesn't obviously but like we used to see celebrities all the time, like in our local Tesco, because it's such a nice area. I saw like Emma Thompson once, like doing it in a, our Tesco Express, Martine McCutcheon. <laughs> so it's all Sally Phillips, who I loved. And I saw her and I was like, oh my God, you know, I'd phone my mum and be like, can you believe? Like, so it did, it was cool. It was, it was a nice place. The way that theatre schools are run. I think it's changed now. When I was there, I would say it's quite old school. So this is what, 18 years ago, it was very much, I mean, if you ever saw like fame, you know, it was that. It was literally like blood, sweat and tears. You were up, you were in your ballet tights at half eight every morning, like that, you know, and you and you are like ballet mistresses were from like the Royal Ballet and they were hard on you. So like you had to go in 
be there at half past eight and you were if you weren't trembling when you were dancing if you weren't working that hard they would literally come down on you 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 were really really pushed but I I liked that I quite like I like discipline so I did enjoy that and you're young as well like now I'd be like oh shut up but actually when I was 17 18 I was fit like you could just you know and we were we were partying a bit as well like we were up and we were all like we'd all just moved out of home so we were being like normal students in a way but we knew we had to be we couldn't be just like you know sacking off lectures and stuff we, we were there at half eight till six every day so we were we'd do ballet class an hour and a half you couldn't do anything else you couldn't go to any other dance classes if you didn't do an hour and a half of ballet because that's like your warm-up so you had to be there so if you had a doctor's appointment and you missed ballet they'd be like cool well you're sitting and watching because you're not going to be warm like they they try to look after like your body so they consider like ballet bar is the proper warm-up and then you can participate in the rest of the day you could do drama and singing and stuff so we'd have ballet that's how you started and then you do jazz classes which is like a more what we'd recognize as like um it's like an isolation technique about your coordination and things but it's more a bit like what you would expect to see in a musical you know like jazz is like modern dance and that's a really broad term so you could it could be kind of anything like a jive could be part of a jazz dance if you know what I mean um so we do jazz classes so that's all like turning and um jumping and little arm isolations things like that it's, and it's a bit more it's the same structure of a ballet class but it's very much more like high energy intense you know like you've got a lot more like attack in all your movements stuff we do tap which is one of my favorites taps just all about the rhythms and stuff so you can like relax a little bit more whereas obviously like ballet is like physically very tough i'm not saying taps not but you can like relax your knees relax into the floor like and it's just a bit bit more it's about it's about like having fun i was only just three i got a pair of just normal shoes like patent shoes for christmas and i've got there's a like a an old like video and um my grandma had like hardwood floors and i put them on and i was like oh look i've got some, i've got some tap shoes and i was like just stamping around the the floor and they were just my mum was like oh bless her they're just they're just shoes <laughs> but she thinks they're tap shoes so i think i just liked the sound of it from the start and then we used to watch a lot of like the old like singing in the rain all those kind of old classics um we loved like gershwin and stuff so it was basically we all wanted to be in musical theater that was the aim so we'd have a lot of workshops with people from shows. I would say that you can't really go into it as a profession without having that kind of three-year hardcore training because the muscle memory is very important. And they say, like, if you have three years of, like, us doing that ballet every day and jazz and stuff, they say, like, it takes your body three years to shape up. And after that time, you can actually dip in and out of your training and the muscle memory sort of comes back quite, quite quickly. But you but you have to work quite intensely in that time. And then you'll always kind of get it back if you want to. But if you've not had that original strength, I guess like athletes and stuff, you know, like they'll train really hard and like, 10 years later, or as you get older, like I'm experiencing now, like my body's definitely not as it was when I'm I was you know 21 but the there's a sort of 
core strength that I think you get from that kind of intense training that you you'll always dip in and you it sort of comes back you're like you'll start rehearsing oh god I don't know if I can I don't know if I've got the energy to like be in a musical again it's almost like a boot camp because the rehearsals are so intense because obviously you're doing it all day every day and you're practicing 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 so the rehearsals you're doing a lot more than a show week we call it show fit so when you rehearsing you're so used to doing it and actually it's kind of short bursts of energy you're not on the whole time so it's it's almost like hit training it's like high intensity like short little bursts and then you're off stage and then you're on another number and then you're off stage in between I did a a lot of horrendous jobs like out of work actor jobs worked in selfages waitressing events but then professionally I did like a I did a cruise ship, that was my first job, because I thought, oh, I'll, I'll travel, you know, and I got a job on a cruise, and I did that for just six months. Yeah, so we had a good, we went around, like, the Norwegian fjords, the Baltic seas, and we did the Canaries at one point, but yeah, it was lush, you'd just sort of wake up and be like, oh, where are we today? You'd have to just look at the, you, we'd get a thing called the Ocean Waves, which is our little, like, newsletter, you'd get that under the door, and we'd be like, oh, we're in in Estonia now <laughs> like it's yeah it was fun we did we the work wasn't very hard really did I travel with anyone I remember when we actually went I feel like it was me and Andrew my friend Andrew we were getting waved off at the station and it was quite like dramatic you know we were literally about like with our like suitcases I think we'd already moved a lot of our stuff down but when we were going the weekend before to start on the Monday I think we were just like, no, we just want to go on our own, you know, and just, like, meet your friends. Yeah, really just waved us off, and that, that was it. I was just so excited to go to this theatre school, and I, I couldn't believe my luck that I was going to be just doing, singing down to it, like, all day. So for me to go somewhere where it's like, oh, I'm kind of going to school, but I'm just going to be dancing all day, like, I just couldn't believe my luck. I loved it so much, so I was just... I was just buzzing, really, to be, to be doing that. Describe Wortley. Wortley. Oh, okay. Okay, how can I describe Wortley? There's not really a lot there. So one thing I always say, my dad, my dad will do this all the time. It's like, oh, you can get this in Leeds. Oh, well, you can get this in, like, you can't, Dad. Like, I've got literally, like, five cafes within walking distance of my, like, within a two-minute walk of my flat, like, you don't have that in Leeds, but you've in Leeds you've got like the centre. So from Wortley, you're probably about a five minute drive into the centre of Leeds, which is madness here. Like in London, you can't get anywhere in five minutes. In Leeds, everywhere's a five minute drive. You drive everywhere. Occasionally you get the bus if you're going into town because parking's very expensive. But Wortley is, it's just very residential. There's houses, there's Ritz fisheries, there's, Big Baps sandwich shop, La Fraz kebab shop, a couple of like a dentist on Dixon Lane. Like there's just a, a handful of like little shops. There's a big macro nearby, a few Aldis now, and just Aldis everywhere. What was Leeds like when I left it? It's a really, really big city. There's so much going on, and it's it's becoming a lot more. I'd say it's like London. It's got all, it's got all the sort of it's a bit rubbish really but like a lot of the chains and stuff that you have here that they didn't have before and now like they've got selfages there now they've got like what's lovely in the center of Leeds there's like a big 
they call it the arcades and it's like big black I don't know you might have seen them on like you might have seen them before they're stunning they're like these big indoor shopping areas in Leeds but they're sort of big glass arches and you go in and it's like lovely you know like high-end like high street shops so when I went on tour we went to Leeds as our last venue near Christmas time and like I felt quite chuffed actually because all the cast were like Charlotte I love your city like it's so nice that was yeah what is my biggest memory of Wortley I think of so my best friends who now live in London Hannah and Faye went to school with them I think of my mum's this is what you just said Wortley I'm thinking of my mum's house looks out onto Upper Wortley Road and opposite there's there's Chestnut Gardens and there's a cul-de-sac. My auntie lives down there and my cousins, so they live pretty much over the road and we grew up very close to them. But we used to go to school and I used to wait for my friend Faye would wait at the little, at the entrance to that cul-de-sac and she was always late and we'd go across and we, it was like everybody had walked to school together Imagine I, I left there at 17, so I've not really grew I go there a lot, but my adult life has all been in London. So my memory of living in Wortley, I was a teenager, I was at school. I left school and went straight to London. But I just remember it was like a big thing, the walk to school. We'd walk down the, we call it the back road. It's only a 10 minute walk, but we'd walk. Everyone would congregate, congregate on that walk. If we had any exams or anything, we'd all just be trying to quickly revise on the way in. And on the way home, we'd all probably go to the, go and get a chip butty or something on the way back. If we had any dinner money left, we'd go and get, like, we were about 50p then, and we'd get, like, chips or something and walk back, walk along the back road. And I just feel like there was just all, it was always carnage, like, that area at the end of school time. It was just boys running around we were just all chatting singing I don't know so I just kind of remember that that walk to and from school was like more important than the school like that's where everything happened that's that was all the goss was I expecting anything of London before I arrived was I mm, was I expecting anything of London like to me I think London is the best city in the world pound for pound like I really do I feel like I've traveled a lot and I do genuinely think for like culture and any anything shopping architecture theater like whatever you want to do I feel like this like London has it so to me my expectations of London was I felt it was like kind of a scary place but I felt like it was huge do you know what I mean to me it was like whoa like I don't know it just seemed like not a place that people lived I just couldn't believe that I would be like moving here. Now that I've been here, it's exceeded my expectations, but in a different way, because I'm like, oh, it has got the the warmth and the community. Because I used to think of London as like Oxford Circus and Covent Garden. And I think a lot of people do. But when my parents used to come down, it'd be like, oh, let's go to let's go to Covent Garden, let's go to Leicester Square, let's go. Um, but actually, now when they come down to visit, we never go into central London. Like we stay on the outskirts because I'm like, oh, there's actually like it's green. Like it's a, it's the greenest city in the world, greenest capital city in the world. Like who would who would even think that? So all those parts of it, I didn't expect like any of that. I just to me, my expectations of London was like this sort of big concrete jungle, like just kind of 
yeah, o Oxford Circus is what I thought. But I thought it was really exciting. I mean, I was young. I was excited by everything then. So I didn't, I didn't care about green space then. <laughs> Can I remember my first few days or weeks in London? I just literally, I couldn't believe my look. Like, I love home. I've always, I literally, even now, 18 years later, I still phone my, like my mum and dad every day like I speak to them all the time I know what they're doing every moment of every day and they know what I'm doing even now but I liked staying out I liked going on school residentials and things so to me being in London I was like I've got freedom I'm with my friends like I can do what I want you know like within reason <laughs> but like it, it was weird and I, I just sort of remember finding things that I really found strange were like which you'd get this anywhere I guess but like buying your own like toilet roll buying your own deodorant you know like your own shampoo and condom you know like you're here on your own and it was just like and we were a bit bougie actually because we'd be walking we were I felt like we were always in this there was an, an accessorize on the Hampstead like high street and we'd always just be going to accessorize like I don't know I think it was but like, or a little, we'd go to, like, um, was it Café Rouge? We'd be, like, going there for our breakfast and stuff. I mean, we didn't have any money, so it'd be, like, you know, like, few and far between. But we'd, there was another place called Tinsel Town as well, which was, like, a milkshake place, obviously, for, like, for us, it was great. But, yeah, there was, like, I just remember sort of freedom. And, again, I felt quite safe. Like, Hampstead did feel very, it was a nice, safe place to be. So, and we had like a real community of like, there were so many dancers and young performers around. We were sort of surrounded by like-minded people really. So it was quite a, I think I had quite an easy transition to, to like living on my own really. How does London compare to Wortley? Like this is like Wortley, like you go, and because everybody knows each other, it's like a place you walk the dog and it's like, oh, you're right, Richard, you're right, something. And you're like, everybody knows you. You stand up, you can't go to that bus stop without talking to someone. It's it's a very different feel to here. Now, I do find, like, now I live in Crystal Palace, I do find that there's certainly a, a warm community here. There's definitely people that I see a lot and there's, I do love the, the vibe of this area. Um, and you I've I do have that community feel the difference in Wortley is it's so it goes so so much further back so you know everyone's grandma you know everybody's family history I'd say there's not loads going on there but but there is at the same time do you know what I mean like the people there are friendly they're salt of the earth you know they're just everyone's kind like if you when you when I go home I feel like you'll go around at Christmas and you'll go around to like in, in my mum's mate's house and it's like they'll always put on a big spread they'll always welcome you know like people want to feed you people want to they, they look after their homes like it's really important to them to be like to make sure that you're fed and that the the house is nice you know what I mean people like to host I think but I guess like home is a big thing to them because they spend they spend a lot of time there you know it sounds bad but they do they like they at the weekends they're in the house and they like I'm not saying nobody goes out like compared to London what I find here is a lot of people are in this area particularly a bit there's like young professionals so people have got busy lives they're out and about they're doing things they're out at night they're out late at work and things like that whereas I feel like in Wortley or in Leeds it's like you finish work you go straight home you're home by 
five o'clock, half five, and then you're in your house, you know. I mean, who in London gets home from work at half past five? I don't know. <laughs> I never have. <laughs> Is there anything from home I really miss? I miss just <laughs> being able to park wherever you want. That's one thing I really would love um, to have here. Um, I miss, I do miss the simplicity of like, it seems there, Every everyone's got like their weekly kind of, they're just, their routine is just like, we do this on a Monday, Tuesday we do that, we have chicken curry for tea on a Wednesday, we have fish and chips on a Friday, I don't know, there's just kind of, they just, I do think they they just enjoy their like, family time and the simple things more I think sometimes here there's so much to do and so much going on it's a bit overwhelming like your weekends come by and you're like oh and actually you can just stay in and chill like but you feel like when you're here you you want to make the most of what's available to you but um yeah I guess this this the simple things that I miss there really have I experienced anything that made me regret coming here? No, actually, never. Like, I, I just love it here. The only thing that that can be difficult is it's so expensive. <laughs> As we all know, it's very, very expensive. And it's just the travel. Like, you spend a lot of time travelling. But I do think what I've started to do is, like, do you know what? That's sit-down time. I don't do that at home. That's like that's admin time. That's where I like send my emails. That's where I'll like, you know, do do the things that I don't get to do at home. So I think you can just be, oh, I'll listen to podcasts. Uh, you know, I'll I'll do things where I'm like, yeah, I I just you I just try and use my travel time. That's all that's all you can do. But I I think like other than it being expensive and get and and again like stuff like parking everything's just a bit more difficult here i do think that when you're when i'm at home i'll leave home i consider myself to have two homes now but when i'm in leeds i just think a lot of things are just easier you're just like how are you going to get that here you're like oh, how will i get there what time will it be oh like well the trains are on strike today oh right oh no i can't get it. now i've got a baby i'm like oh can't get there with a the pram you know at home it's just that all that stress just is a part of your life you just drive there and you park there, that's it. That And it's easy. I mean, not saying that there's no traffic, but yeah. What do I do here? Yeah, I teach and so I kind of have like a day job in theatre, which is brilliant. I work at a place called Arts Educational, which is a theatre school for performers. That do, it's kind of the same sort of training what I did. And I teach at a school called Sylvia Young, which is for like high school age I love it at both places. So I get to, and I, I like that I get to do the younger ones from like high school age and then um, at Artside it's a degree course. So they're, you know, I, I like the, the change. Um, and yeah, so then I work as um, an assistant choreographer as well. So I get to do like the sort of proper theatre, like professional stuff. I get a lot of freedom. I don't think a, a nine to five just wouldn't suit me. I don't think it suits anyone that's gone through theatre training and stuff because when you start auditioning and stuff, you just never, nobody has a nine to five job. Um, and you're sort of, when you do shows, you're you're on funny schedules. So I just think that, that life's not for me and I've found a way to 
make it work. My first, like, I would say my break was I did, I was 23, a show called Top Hat, which was like, an, it's an Irving Berlin musical. We did like the first world premiere. It was like, you know, big deal at the time. Because it was a show called Top Hat. The musical had never been done on stage before. And it was like dream show for me because it was all tap dancing. It was that era that I love. I was actually a swing. So a swing is where you learn all the tracks. So in in a show, you'd call it you'd call it somebody's track. So what somebody does um, from the from the opening to the end, their journey of the show of what they do and where they stand and what characters they play, you'd call that that's their track. So I'd be like, oh, I'm doing Caroline's track tonight. So I'm her, and she's got her own where she gets changed, what props she needs to get, like everything backstage, front, like on stage. So everyone's got like four weeks off. And then their understudies go on. Their understudies are in the ensemble. So when that ensemble's off, the swings need to step in. But the swings job is actually harder because we had to learn nine tracks. So I would pretty much be on every single show. But it'd be like, right, you're so-and-so tonight, you're, you're Caroline tonight, you're Holly tonight. And then you just have to have a sort of cheat sheet of where you come on, where you go off. You'd have, you, they call it a swing Bible, where you just have everything written out, all the maps of the stage of where everyone's positions are. And you just have to like go on and just know what you're doing. I was 23 when I did that job. So that's a 23 year old's brain, I guess, where I could just go on and just, I'd be like, oh cool. And I was like, so chilled about it. I don't know why, I just never seemed to panic. I was like, oh, right, I'm on for so-and-so tonight, and that'd be it. And sometimes you'd be on for, like, three tracks because everyone would be off or everyone would have a call. Imagine, like, you're doing a show, so you've got to be in full health. Like, there'll be times where someone's, like, okay, but they've lost their voice, so you can't go in and do a music, you know, or you've got an injury. People aren't always just off because they're feeling unwell. It's like, I'm, I'm fine, but I've pulled my hamstring, so I can't do the show tonight. Um, so... Yeah, there'd be times where you're down and you've just got to go on and you'd be just... I'd be like every staff member in the hotel, I'd be like, I'm the receptionist, I'm the florist, and they're like, they're going to catch on here that I'm just... It's just me coming out in a different wig, just doing, like, all the parts, but it was, you know, it was fun. But, yes, yeah, like, it's a lot to learn, really. When you're doing a big show, it starts later than... A normal, <laughs> the average person's day, I would imagine, because we just, we're very much night owls. So you'll get up at half nine, I'd wake up, and literally, you do a lot of, because you've got a lot of friends in that industry, that's kind of your social times. I'd go to the gym, I'd meet friends for coffee, it was quite nice, really, especially in the summer, but you'd literally just meet people in the park and like that would be your social time. Then you have to be at the theatre, it's weird, you eat at funny times, this is the thing. So you'd have to eat a meal before you left the house at about maybe four o'clock, I'd eat like, eat like a big meal. And then I'd go to the theatre for about six. So your warm-ups at six, you have to be at warm-up, otherwise you're not allowed to go on stage. So you'd be, everybody, the whole, it's a West End thing. It's quite a nice thing, I think, the whole company leads everyone get on stage and we'll all the musical director will come on and warm our voices up then you go back to your dressing rooms which i loved this time then you just sort of getting ready for the show um there's a lot of sort of camaraderie in the dressing rooms and stuff i remember the backstage life as much as being on stage you know what i mean being on stage is actually the the small bit 
you'll get warmed up, get your makeup on, and then you get your like half hour call at five to seven, and then that's it. You get called down to stage. And then usually the show finishes about 10, quarter past 10. These like members places in Soho, they'll send you membership because they're like, the, the nightlife is part part of it. Because don't forget, none of us have got to be up early in the morning, unless you're rehearsing, unless you've got a cast change or something. But I feel like I'm done with the kind of eight shows a week life. You know, I want to sit and have my dinner at seven o'clock. Do you know what I mean? I don't want to be doing warm up and getting ready to go on stage and more. I love teaching and it, it happened accidentally so I used to go in and do workshops so people it's kind of always just came to me really people say oh can you come and do a top hat workshop or an elf workshop? you know like and it shows I've done the desk they say can you can you come in and do this and I'd be like yeah okay and then I just ended up just going back and it just sort of happened really I never thought that it was something I wanted to do would I be the same person if I hadn't left Leeds oh absolutely not no way Definitely not. I've learned so much from being here. Like, I don't know. They, this London is just so multicultural. There's so many different walks of life here and stuff. I think, like, staying back in Leeds, I feel like you you grow up with people that are the same as you in a lot of ways. Whereas I think you come to London and you like, you just there's. I don't know. There's just there's a there's a small town vibe in in where I'm from in in Leeds, whereas here it's obviously just not that. So I just feel like the people that I've met and the friends that I've had, like we've all come from different places and had such different lives. So I think it's nice that we've all saying that. To a lot of my best friends are from home, <laughs> so I guess I've still got those friends. But yeah, I've also got people here that I would I feel like I would never have met. What's good about this city? What's good about London? Oh, everything. I don't. You can just I feel like I can leave my house and I can have amazing food. I can go. I can go to the theatre. I can. I can go for a, a for a country walk. I can go shopping. I can do anything I want within like within an hour of leaving my house I can I can do anything what whatever that might be whatever that if it's a, whether it's a museum or like I said at the West End musical a concert like I just feel like we just have access we're just so spoiled in London for having access to everything that we want and that's what I love about it what isn't good about this city there's too many people we, we all love it too much there's too many people here so just like everybody else, like get out and just let me roam around myself, okay? Let me just, you know, drive. Like traffic, traffic, you can't get anywhere. Like I, I sometimes just want to drive down to Sydney and stuff. And I'm like, oh, it's only down there. I'm like, no, but it's not. Because it's just like, it's, it takes me so long. I'm just sitting nose to tail trying. It just shouldn't be that hard. So I'm just like, you all just need to go away. Where are you going? Let me just drive around and do the things that I want to do, please. And park where I want. <laughs> do I have a favourite thing to do in the city? My favourite thing to do... Um, do you know what? I do love a little walk, just mosey around the South Bank. I do like the Thames. I like. I sort of like being around there and just going to Borough Market. And There's usually something going on, isn't there? Like a summer festival or a you know, Christmas festival, Christmas markets. 
So if I go into town, I do love that. I mean, my all my things are mainly based around eating and drinking, I'll be honest. So where there's food, I do enjoy that. I'm not much of a shopper anymore, really. I think I used to like going into the shops, but now I'm like, no, I'm an online shopper, but I like to go in and mosey around for food and drink. To be honest, London in the summer is just amazing, isn't it? I'll like go and find a park walk around, get some nice food, get some, I don't know, I just, I like to go to outdoor places, like Borough Market's perfect, really, especially because I can also get a train into London Bridge, but like, like street foodie places is definitely my thing, so I can have a little walk, get something to eat, then I'll have another little walk and then get an ice cream, and then a little walk and then maybe a coffee, and then maybe later on I'll get a glass of wine, so that's my, that would be my ideal day, and here I love Crystal Palace Park, it's my favourite park. London I just love it so any days that I'm off I will be at that park at some point I would say got a baby so I'll just get up get her in the pram and we'll just you know we'll just go around see the dinosaurs get a coffee at the brown and green at the bottom it's lovely lovely park so I do that's another thing I love about London is parks everywhere and I and I love them is there anything about London I miss when I'm not here? And to be honest, I, I really just miss my little community. Like I miss the triangle, like Crystal Palace Triangle. I just love, when I come back there, I just love walking around that triangle. I'll, again, I'll do it with a pram, I'll do loops and I just, I can get everything that I want there. I've got the post office there, I've got a little bookshop, coffee shops. And if I'm, when I come home, that's what I'm, that's what I'm excited about. Just going back to my sort of, that's my little happy place and it was before that's why I moved to Crystal Palace because that's my little I just the fact that I just go around that little triangle every day is I just I love it where can I get the best food in London I actually love anything that's Asian like I absolutely like I love going to Rocker in Oldwich they do like a brunch where you get you just have as much wine and as much food as you want basically they just keep bringing the food and that's I like food where it just keeps coming you know what I mean just like little bits of just where you can take I like tasting lots of things so if I go and I'm just getting one meal I'm a bit like oh I like I'm more of, like I do like tapas and stuff as well so I like I like bits of food where you can and it's more of an event like you can sit for a long time and chat and then just keep picking at food and you're all eating the same food you know like you can be like oh have you tried this you know when you just get one meal to yourself it's like someone's got fish and chips and you've got gammon it's like how's that how's this but it's when you're eating the same stuff I think like oh like this bit of conversation I like that I'm mayor for the day what am I going to change oh this is a tough one things that I think are the most important things are schooling and education so if I was mayor, I would, I think that any changes that I would make would be into education, giving like, because I think there's a lot of, it's sad, but there's obviously like issues around here with knife crime and stuff. And I see it quite often. And I do think that these young people, like they probably just need an outlet or something to do after school. Like I feel like they need, and, and I feel like if, if it was me, I think, any any money that we have should be going into like helping these kids as in just give give them things to do like if they're good at sports get them get them a sports club running after school get like and I'm not saying that there aren't those things available but I think they're probably not 
as accessible to certain kids as others. I was lucky when I was younger, my parents could afford to take me to dance lessons. So I spent so many evenings going dancing, but I just think a lot of kids would love to do that, like go after school to, to classes and meet like-minded kids. So I, to me, that'd be where I put money into education, clubs, spot facilities for young people, teenagers. Yeah. And that's it for this episode of I Came to London. Join us again next time for more stories from the people who make London.